1: John Moxley once said of CM Punk fragile mind, fragile ego, fragile body. And unfortunately, there is bad news here, everyone. CM Punk is injured. CM Punk is going to be missing WrestleMania. And it kind of sucks. What is he made of? Real
2: glass? crimea river? <laughs> I'm actually genuinely quite upset about this. So,
1: is this our uh, Resting Observer uh, opening? I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is no laughing matter. We must talk about it. <laughs> if anyone hasn't heard the opening to Resting Observer Radio from the weekend, we were just listening to it in the office. It's um, it opens with Dave doing the. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> but no, really, this is a very serious matter. This is not a laughing matter. No, yeah, it was—it's it was, one of the quickest about faces I've ever seen. <laughs> but I—I I had a similar thing. I was going to make a Crimea River joke mm-hmm. in my edited review, and I was like, no, do you know what? I'm actually just bummed for the news. Yeah, like, I'm not going to make that joke.
2: The jokes are right there, and I think there is a certain section of the internet that will jump on on uh well egg on your face. That whole tribalism of you left our door behind, and and then also people who didn't want him to be there in the first place back in WWE and all this stuff it's just rubbish it's not nice yeah. when someone gets injured
1: no i'd imagine the same people who were there laughing when he got injured both times in aew mm. are like having another chuckle again yeah and like you know what a, a what's that a come down with me thing what
2: a sad pathetic life and I, so obje- I thought so when you said that the first thing i thought of was that welsh woman who put steaks on a plank <laughs> and i was like what's that doing i'm seven on a plank
1: i think it looks yeah. nice <laughs> uh yeah steak. it was reported i didn't actually see this obviously I'm, mm. I'm off social media these days so i didn't see the news uh break yesterday i just woke up this morning uh early train strike so i had to drive into work today um and cry me a river yeah well you know it took me two hours down. <laughs> that is a nightmare yeah <laughs> no, you, you can cry a river i left the house at quarter to five it's <laughs> the so only way i can get to london on time yeah um stupid london traffic um anyway so get like I, I, I didn't know and i got in and i loaded up raw and i watched it and yeah pretty much the first thing i see is mm. cm punk coming out with his arm in a sling and i was like oh
2: man so you hadn't seen any of the news at all i hadn't
1: seen any of the news that was right. the first i saw of it was cm punk walking out with his arm in a sling mm. and i just went oh Man, but like was, that's good. And then because I I didn't know what the severity of it was either because I've not seen the news or anything, so I was like, maybe it's maybe, maybe it's, it's another a, Seth Rollins thing i'm just like, yeah, he's hurt, but it's okay, it everyone. He'll like he's got a bit of a hurt wing, but he'll be fine. He'll be back in time for Mania. But no, like long story short, uh, we'll get into the promo in a second. But Punk came out to announce that I will not be on the card for Elimination Chamber. I will not be on the card for WrestleMania. I will not be here. Mm. But I will be back and there's always next year. Mm. Maybe next year I'll main events yeah. WrestleMania. There's something interesting about that being your response
2: as well though because I think you could almost hear it in the crowd. There was the music hits, the pop goes wild, and then he walks out and everyone's ready to do a big giant cheer for him, but then they see him with a with his as you say broken wing and it's, there's almost like a oh, like what are we going to do about That this is sad to look at kind of thing and um i had had the news broken to me by one pete quinnell when i uh, i just happened to log on to social media and see Mm. pete first um pushing for gunther immediately (laughs) and the only thing i could think of was the line pete's right well to quote madagascar well that's the interesting conversation that i think we'll have lots to talk about because my first and only thought in that moment was the madagascar penguins you know like well this sucks (laughs) it was just sad i'm sad about it i think it's a shame when anyone gets injured especially when they're coming in so hot when they've just made this massive splash this massive return it was gutting when it happened to him in AEW twice it's his third injury
1: mm. in three years
2: yeah i mean conditioning and, is an important part of he this
1: won the world title at AEW and hurt his foot it's in the process. Cora Jade having had the exact same thing happen Absolutely, to her. yeah. Uh, Tegan Nox is another Tegan one. Like, he, he just kept coming in and just kept getting injured and being put out for a while, but yeah, he came into AEW, hurt his foot after winning the world title, mm. and so took some time off, and they had the old interim championship, came back, they unified the belts uh, with, with him and Mox, mm. and he tore his tricep in the process. Mm. Now, granted, obviously, there was the brawl out situation that kept, that was, had kept him, suspe- him away, rather. That had him suspended, but then he was, his suspension was up, but he was still injured. He was on the shelf for nine months. Mm. Then he came back to collision obviously then left aew came back to wwe in his first televised match has torn his tricep again yeah and yeah i he was on the shelf for nine months in aew with the torn tricep but part of that was he could have come back earlier but they left him off tv to hype the build, their debut of collision so he probably he might not be out for nine months but he's going to be off for uh, a good a good while a good while and you know key to that is missing chamber and missing uh, missing mania it's interesting that
2: that side of it. I almost want to finish off the punk side of it, the personal side of it, the injury side of it before getting into the the cards and what his future sort. of I oh, believe do, yeah. Just because I uh, there was there was an element of I I tweeted that I thought it was ge- gutting. I was genuinely gutted mm. about it, and I immediately were having people going like, "Well, what do we do for many? What do we do for many?" And I was like, "Can we let the guy's gear get cold before we start?" Like uh, we can as fans. They could. They have to get the the wheels in in motion. But there's almost something about. It was like, oh, just like, you know, give it a second. I, yeah. I think it felt a little bit too... And there were people... There were, The other side of it is there have been people writing obituaries almost, basically being like, I think the wheels have fully fallen off. You said you do this as long as the wheels weren't falling off or until they fall off. I think they've fallen off. He's too gassed. He looks, you know, this, that and the other. And I'm just sort of like, I'm looking at his age and I'm looking at the age of other wrestlers that are still going and realizing that it is a different field than it was. I saw him wrestle at Wembley six months ago yeah and it was great like it's best match the night. i'm not willing to write cm punk off because of an injury that happened when cody rhodes had a similar injury or not a similar injury cody rhodes had an injury happen because he lifted weights too hard yeah. Do you know like Randy Orton throw at his uh, shoulder taking out the rubbish right these things happen it's 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 you know a part and parcel of a physical job mm. um so at least it happened in the
1: ring i suppose i, th- I think the only reason people are looking at it from a it's you know it's because it's the third time in three years, yeah. and like that's the, I think that's what's made this probably a bigger story than it would have been regard like any other c- scenario. Mm. I guess it is, yeah. Th- and it's always when he's on the precipice of going on to do something. Yeah, big, you know, it's winning the world title. Yeah. It's winning the world title a second time. It's be going to be the main event of wrestlemania like Mm -hmm. that was the that was the reported plan it was going to be cody and roman and seth and punk and seth punk would be mania night one main event of Mania, the main event of mania night one and cody and roman be the main main event of night two Mm. and that's now out the window and i think the seth promo we get later on in this show feels like a reactionary we need to Perhaps also the plans that we had somewhat because of Punk's injury, which we'll come onto into a little bit. Because I think we've both got some thoughts. Takes. I, yeah, I think we've got some takes yeah. on on that promo. But I thought Punk's promo here because this was just earnest. It was just from the heart. It was really heartfelt. It was just CM Punk just speaking his truth. He got choked up. He got choked up because this has been his dream is to main event WrestleMania. And so he came out here and he was like, Look, it's I don't feel ill will to Cody Rhodes. He was the better man of the night. I hope that he finishes his story at WrestleMania. But okay, here's the deal. I've torn my tricep. Chamber's not on the cards. Mania, it certainly isn't on the cards. But I don't want anyone to feel sorry for me because there are people who are battling real life things you talk about this kid that he knows that's battling cancer and he's like i'm going to be sitting with him while he deals with his chemo like my friends are firefighter back in chicago like these are people who are battling real battles Mm. this is a flesh wound for cm punk i'm going to be back better i'm going to be back stronger and he was like "I, i just because i say the best in the world doesn't mean like I sometimes lose. I lose more than I win. Did you see me in UFC? But I did UFC. And that was a dream of mine. I was scared to do it, but I did do it. I was scared to come back here after 10 years, but I did do it. And i this is just a, a bump in the road. And I'm an entertainer. And for some reason, you all like me. Uh, I keep getting told time and time again that it's not going to happen. I'm not tall enough. I don't have the right haircut. I don't have the right tattoos. I won't be at Mania 40. But there is always next year. What was that A quote? You quoted something, there's always next year. Oh, it was the, it? Um,
2: Chicago. Yeah, was Chicago the, Bears. The, it was a sports ball reference. It's a sports ball thing. Um, I thought this one was a, a really powerful promo. It was really yeah, magic. I thought I, it was really great. I was really moved by it. Uh, it was the first thing I did when I woke up this morning was settle down and watch Raw. And, and I was just quite genuinely also choked up, you mm. know, because the other thing that I'm thinking about in a lot of this, especially when it comes to the the bad faith glee that comes with it or even I'm seeing the people, it in the live chat it's, I mean it's it's unfortunately part and parcel of this you know Pepsi Phil like it's a whole part and parcel of the community but behind it all is a real human being and I know that we all know that when he hurt his foot in AW it caused a bit of a mental health
1: yeah, of him. The, the the sort of the story goes that when he was injured in AEW was the worst time for him because that is when he was just online yeah and just and reading the tweets and
2: and I I'm just hyper aware of that and there's there's almost something that it's like yeah there's a level of give and take and yeah there's a level of well you're in the public eye and I'm only a person on the internet but it it speaking as someone who has been on the internet as a presence for 10 years and gets it in our comments and gets it online it genuinely affects you it really does a, a great deal of damage so i it's just one of the things i'm in therapy for there you go so i i feel for him and i really hope that that's not something that happens this time i hope that he's you know he does see a lot of positives because i think there's a that in the course of this promo and then what subsequently happens there are about 12 thoughts going through my mind of things that i could do with CM Punk the second he gets back i see a lot of i think i think what he's brought to WWE, what he did by walking back into WWE to a WrestleMania season that was probably pretty already planned out, and then suddenly Punk's available, so you sign Punk and then you change things mm-hmm. because you want to fit that in there as well. It almost blew it wide open and made this Royal Rumble something that was what well, my actual thoughts on the match itself aside genuinely really thrilling how many opportunities there could be from it is is punk i didn't know whether punk or cody was going to win my reaction if you go and watch our stream back to cody getting the win is a very earnest and genuine response from a cody Rhodes fan wanting to see him win the rumble two years in a row like and that only i only feel that way because punk came back and made it possible that he might win do you know so there's there's a lot of value that punk has and i hope that this time he can go off and heal
1: and not be too much part of the online stuff I, I did see someone say and I, and I think this is really good go shadow Michaels like just go go to Orlando yeah, yeah, and yeah. just shadow Sean Michaels I was like he- shadow
2: Michaels <laughs> <laughs> but no
1: that's great, but, yeah. But like, just go and shadow Sean down mm. to the performance center and just do the NXT tapings and stuff. And just because Punk, one of Punk's whole things is yeah. like, I want to be, I want to essentially work in NXT and work as a producer there and work like almost take over from Shawn mm. Michaels one day. You and I talked about yeah. this on uh, the NXT review that we did for um, Deadline. Deadline, like that's the sort of thing that he should be using this time for, using it as a constructive thing.
2: I love it. Seeing him interact with, like, Roxanne and Cora Jade, uh, the the, the wrinkle of Cora Jade being a fan of his growing Mm. up and then they get to work together kind of thing is quite lovely. I love seeing his response to Jade. There was a video about Jade Cargill's behind the Rumble. Yeah. uh, And it was nice He knows her well.
1: Huh? He knows her well. Well, They they used to work together. (laughs)
2: Exactly. So it was really nice to see that. Nice to see him in his training sessions, mixing it up in the Performance Centre and things like that. Like, honestly, the things that you can do to mitigate the downsides, because, like, Mm. let's not... yes it's not it is but a flesh wound but it's still pretty damaging so yeah and it can still take an effect on you so the things that you can put in place that keep your firing keep your passion alive helping any generation that's what he loves to do It's what he wanted to do in AEW, and there was some pushback and he didn't really know how to take the pushback and that's where you get that scenario
1: yeah that sounds like a great idea the only uh, thing I took, not uh, issue with, but I did, I was in the in the office on my <laughs> yeah, own watching yeah. this show and I did loudly shout, I'll oh, F off, is when he did say, uh, I was scared to come back here after 10 years to a place I never wanted to leave in the first place. Mm. You literally walked out of it. It's not that he got fired yeah, and or like he got released. He literally walked out on the company because he didn't want to be there anymore.
2: My pushback to that, and I could completely understand that response because there was a little part of me that was like mm, yeah as well I, I get that but my my I guess my response to that is people contain multitudes and that the idea of I never wanted to leave like but I I felt like I had to so I did kind of thing there's a world where he's like I did I don't want it to come to this like he worked hard he pushes through things but it did come to this kind of thing and that's how I I took it in the end but I can also see that yeah
1: I just I, I can't buy it like it's I been on this journey with with cm punk as a cm punk fan of just like i've been here for the last 10 years and i've and I heard what he had to say and i've read all of the interviews like i don't buy this i never wanted to leave you li- i i you, do you, but li- I you literally said i wanted to leave mm. And then I got fired on my wedding day yeah. and I hate that place. And Paul's a piece of S yeah. like, you know, we, we've we all heard it. There's a lawsuit over it and everything. So, yeah, I, I, that's the only thing I, I took slight umbrage with. But overall, like it's just it's the news is kind of it's it's a bummer. Like it's a real like, mm. it's an it's annoying and it's sad and kind of disappointing. But Hey, like it's you know it's a company that's got a lot of top guys they can build things around like you know we've got uh, drew came out next and i thought drew was fantastic Mm. in the uh, in the the follow-up to this segment you've got Gunther just sat there right there like the justin barrasso report like absolute bobbins though it was (laughs) which was quite clearly bobbins from the get-go it's a justin barrasso report heading into wrestlemania of course it's utter bobbins um and and yet every year it always keeps like you know getting taken seriously but he had a great pitch in there which is that gunther just squashes seth rollins wins the belt and then goes into at berlin as world heavyweight champion great i'm well on board for that as a plan Mm. i mean the very nature of (laughs) raw
2: rolls on like it is a bummer that this happened to punk Mm. but we have got wrestlemania 68 days away we've gotta crack on this is our like for wwe this is the most important time because certainly while they're still on linear television this is the period where they don't have competition on monday nights from football they can get more eyes this is their this is their season the king is dead long live the king is kind of what they've got that's the attitude they have to go they have to crack on and and the pivot took place immediately afterwards.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Seemed to be there it's just like, oh, so people can't change. Two years ago, he was literally cutting a promo being like, I, yeah. I wanted to leave. I hated sports entertainment. I see both sides of
2: it. Like, I really yeah. do. I do think there is space for rehabilitation. I think there's a
1: space for humility. Is. I think there's a space and I think, for... I think the experience within AEW probably made him reassess some things. I think so too. But he's not been open about that yeah he is literally he's, not, just, he's legally not allowed he's one le- well, you, you can you can talk about other things talk about hangman page because he's legally allowed to talk about him Ah, uh, yes yeah, yeah called him a peg warmer mm. like you know he. Could, oh no i mean i mean probably since
2: in there's new ndas i would imagine don't know that for certain but tony, though, tony
1: hasn't been able to speak on anything he's so That's
2: like, my, I'm, I'm reading it this we're getting away from we're getting away from, from the i point. know what you yes
1: um so yeah it, it, it's it's an absolute bummer of the news um I yeah, we could talk about Drew, I suppose, because Drew came out to confront Punk. I thought this was masterful. Because not only was it great character work for Drew, it sets up Punk's first feud back. Mm-hmm. You know, if Drew's still there, which I going by this, I think he is re-signing. He is, I've got a pitch for you. <laughs> is that he comes down and you know they're making overt references. Like Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee is the the new Raw color commentator. By the way, we'll talk about that in a moment. But he was saying like, "Hey, it's Survivor Series when Punk came back. Drew stormed out the building. You know these are like real life reports. They're now working into storylines, which is a very smart move to do. And Drew came out and was like, and he, Drew felt like he was going to do the, I've said some bad things about you, but I, it sucks to hear that you're injured. And he was like. I said some things about you. And, you know, I did mean them. I do think you're bad for this locker room. I do think you're bad for this company. And I meant every word that I said. But I prayed that this was going to happen. And it did.
3: Oh, (laughs) Luke.
1: So I heard the news that you were injured. And I slept like a baby last night. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, so good. Unbelievable. And he had this amazing thing where he was talking about like, this is brilliant news because it means that, you can't go on to beat Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship and ruin all of the good work that Seth has done with that belt. I can go and do that now, and I'm going to make that belt even better. I'm going to go and live CM Punk's dream and mess re- main event WrestleMania again. Mm. Oh, it is so, so great. And Punk got into his face and he's like, "You look, when I get back, you're the first person I'm looking for. And they get into a brawl. Drew attacks the arm. Um, Sami Zayn runs down to the safe and Drew bails. I mean... Uh, what more can you ask for from a segment honestly so great
2: i thought when he came out i was it was it was the music hits and instead of getting the whole judgment day turnaround meme he literally says not what i had in mind but okay there there was an already a crackle and then drew who has been brilliant and was was brilliant in the royal rumble and and this show almost had a narrative arc for drew Mm -hmm. like the whole thing And and i and i will talk about that a lot more when we get to the main event but there was a a smattering of what chance I would call it a pocket in the audience it wasn't certainly wasn't the whole crowd which was pretty loud and full that night um but there was a, there was an element of the what they were chants. loud for things they were into yeah yeah um, and then when he says that i prayed for this and it happened instantly shut that <laughs> that's
1: down that's right absolutely it was so great instantly yep. shut it down
2: get everyone right back in has me sat forward like this just thought it was a, a bit of magic i proper laughed it's like the full it's the because that's such a horrible thing to say, yep. regardless of how you feel about who he's saying it to. Yep, that's he's gone full heel. It I think we so saw great. tonight, including the main event, and we'll talk about it when we get there. The sort of final <laughs> notch of right, mm-hmm. this is monster evil, yeah. Drew
1: McIntyre.
2: Yeah, like sinister Scotsman, Drew McIntyre.
1: I loved this absolutely. I thought it was really, really great. I, I as a segment overall, it was so so good Mm. punk's promo was just it's true man like it was like it was it was true it's one of the reasons why i think seth's promo later on in the show is so good believing the words that you're saying and like speaking truth and, and like i thought that was really emotive really effective genuinely was a very emotional promo and then drew coming out and turning it into a wrestling angle is Mm. just like that's a a lovely little bit of business i just really really liked it and And, it it kind of turned what is a very big negative into a exciting positive that is down the road for you yeah i've got uh him i I would like for drew mcintyre to go to wrestlemania in face
2: seth yeah probably i would like drew mcintyre to win the belt and i would like his opponent at Silver slam if he's well enough to be Punk, I think mm. there's a I think comes right back right in that
1: main event scene. Whether or not he wins it is a whole different question. But I think he like when he, I think he was likely going to win the belt from Seth at Mania. Probably. So you could give Drew the belt now, mm. give him a few month run with it, and then Punk comes back and yeah. Punk beats him for it.
2: Yeah, I mean the Gunther argument is strong as well. We'll uh, we'll talk about Gunther when we get to Gunther. But there was just something about this where I saw Punk and Seth, and I thought about Sammy at the Rumble yesterday. This was before I knew they were having a match together tonight. And I was just like, I think there's a lot you can do with Drew McIntyre in this role
1: with the belt. Yeah, I um, completely agree. But yeah. well, we'll have to come on to that in a moment because we'll need to talk about the Seth promo, mm. which is going to come with its own potential problems, I mm. suppose. But we'll we'll come on to that uh, a when teaser. we... Uh, what a little tease, I suppose. But yeah, overall, uh, I thought this was great in turning bad news into, yes, it's bad news, but... Mm. And that's something like that, that sometimes is is what you want from a segment like this.
0: Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry.
1: Uh, and as expected you have got a uh, a bunch of thoughts on this subject we'll uh, get into rest.com forward slash support please do get in your thoughts we didn't actually do any of the proper intros for this I- I'm Luke in D.A.D. this hello. is Dan Layton subscribe to this channel if you've made this far and haven't already give us a little thumbs up join the live experience and get your thoughts into rest.com forward slash support maybe we'll just because we forgot that aspect as well maybe we'll just put badges on <laughs> hello I'm yeah Sorry, I'll forget to do the poll later as yeah. well <laughs> AFC Pozon here says hi lads hope you're well gutted about Punk. I was well up for the Rollins match, did some digging, and have a stat for you. Since his AEW 892 days ago, he has been suspended, slash fired, or injured for 442 days. Exactly 50%. Such a shame. Drew, dude, uh, the Drew feud will be hot AF. That is the, the silver lining. Yeah. Ben Valeric, if the original plan was Punk versus Rollins, I'm not too bummed. I could not care less for Rollins. Punk versus Cody versus Drew versus Roman. Now that's interesting seth is just bland he's a great worker who dresses flamboyantly that's hardly a character i appreciate rollins trying to elevate the title but which rumble winner would in their right mind would challenge him go for the biggest star with the record reign who will be the real main event of night two you'd be an absolute fool to settle for less Anyway, hope Punk can make it back by SummerSlam and we get Punk vs. Cody for the WWE title. We could do Punk vs. Rollins for the uh, B-tier pay-per-view. Sorry, I really don't care about Seth. Meanwhile, Gunther should take the heavyweight title from Rollins.
2: Uh, we're going to just say very loudly, those are the opinions of Ben Flerick, <laughs> in case you get it in the neck for saying something about Seth. You're just reading what, you're just Ron I'm Burgundy. Say, what, was the, yeah,
1: what was the, that comment I got last week? So I'd send it across to you. You're just a big
2: agenda against Seth Rollins. Yeah, I oh, know,
1: but it, it, it was worded so wonderfully. So there
2: are some fabulously worded comments that get left on this channel.
1: That was, oh man, which one My was My favourite was someone
2: saying they despise the watch parties because <laughs> excuse the end of year awards. That word despise was so lovely
1: that's right it was because i was going to leave with seth being injured yeah. last week and uh this person thought that i uh i'd oh. have to assume he did it purposely to make seth look bad yeah you've got you're burying seth rollins agenda yes he's that petty yeah this is the same guy who brought over the seth is not cool sign guy into the studio just to clown on seth I and mean, first off that was ollie and, and, and luke petty. <laughs> yeah i mean first of all it was ollie that did that and second yeah. of all it was on skype oh, uh, and not in studio yeah alas yeah two two wrong facts in one sentence um any madrid yeah yeah so sorry, to to piggyback <laughs> off ben's point here um
2: it it is a narrative show you can tell whatever story you want and as course, long as you yeah. find a justification
1: for it you can kind of make fans buy it so and also like getting to ben's point there is just like you know it's a b-tier belt it doesn't mean anything that da, da, da. at the end of it it's just like gunther should win the belt though so so i mean we do want someone to have it yeah and in Madrid, I'm now personally in the opinion that Cody losing at 39 was the oh. right decision. Cody wins the 39 to the underdog uh, that year, and it's all about making him 1000% the guy. Cody's return of the Jedi. Throw this all out the window if he picks Seth. Better, get better, CM Punk. We'll get onto the Seth promo shortly. Uh, Will Gamble says, I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of Punk as a person, but I'm absolutely gutted for the man. All but guarantee the main event of night one only for this to happen. The segment was still great though, and Drew was excellently nasty here. Uh, Gigi Baxter said, Bad for Punk and wish him a speedy recovery. However, it's actually a blessing in disguise. It would have been two years without the women headlining either night, and they've had to pause all Money in the Bank talk to get to Seth versus Punk. Does a WrestleMania cash-in fit with Drew's story? Mm. I mean, obviously, we are still running on the assumption that it's not going to be a Seth. Whoever Seth faces for the belt, even if, I guess if it's Seth Cody, that probably will be the main main event of night one. Yeah, and Roman versus whoever that will be the main event, which means it'll be yet another year where the women aren't the headline. It'll be a second year in a row. I,
2: I, I feel like it. We'll we'll talk about it when we get to her segment because we get all of them on the show today. It's gotta
1: it's gotta be <laughs> Bailey. Uh, Roman Dietrich, look in my eyes, what do you see? A face of pain and misery. But in all seriousness, Punk can't catch a break, and I'm sorry for him, but... The possibilities with Drew are now endless. Drew is the best he's ever been in WWE. Give us a dog collar match. Plus, there's now room for Roman versus Rock. And picture this, Cody versus Seth at Mania. Cody wins extremely close. Fireworks, he cries. Suddenly, Priest and Judgment Day with the briefcase. Cash in, Brutal Beast Down, Instant Monster Heat. Perfect ending for night one. I just enjoyed everything that happened on Raw. And now, with even the World Heavyweight Championship was perfectly elevated by just one uh, just one promo. Plus, the main event. OMG, have a wonderful week, mates, Jam that jam i disagree on the cash in i think i think let the moment
2: be personally
1: yeah i there was a moment when cody came back Mm. brian alvarez made this pitch and i loved this pitch which is that cody should win the wwe championship by a count out win it the exact same way that oh, his, yeah and you do that dusty finish mm-hmm. and i was like oh that's so beautifully poetic i think we just got to the point now where i just wanted to win this making thing. There's, I,
2: I want it to be the most satisfying possible yeah and a three count is the only way you know a tap out maybe as well but I, I don't he doesn't have one um and the other one here i've got is um i think to, to to that point of all the possibilities are being endless like i think what part of what they've done with giving him a, pr- a promo with seth that you talk about this last week it was like, oh, that's the match I want to see. Oh, wait, now the Drew's the match I want to see. Oh no, wait now, but Cody's the one I want to see because they, they didn't hold back; they gave us all of them. Now he's lurking, he's mm. in a shadow. They've set it all up already, um, and it's very easy to slot right back in. Feels a bit different.
1: I think they need to do something with Priest though. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a, that's because, well, I mean, I I, I mean that is the, the the sort of the one take I have seen that is sort of common across all wrestling fans is that man, this Priest thing just ain't working right now it's because they haven't done anything yeah you're yeah. right he's got
2: to do he's got he got till july
1: uh Ajaz hussein says hi luke and dan hope you're both doing well i'm a huge punk fan and hope that he can recover what do you think of the possibility of it being a work and he's just doing something heelish maybe as he was a physical withdrew and even used his arm to attack him different I'd- injuries are different like cody
2: yeah. wrestled a whole match
1: yes and yeah i I apparently it's a thousand percent not a work yeah uh yeah I, did, I built different. I don't see what the point would be. Yeah, no, never. No, no. uh, Kevin said, Luke, I made it home safe, uh, despite the one hour delay on Eurostar. <laughs> Dan, you're welcome. Got it for punk, uh, but I trust the creative team, they can come up with a great plan. That is in reference to our survival series that we did live at our Royal Rumble watch party. Uh, we did some audience participation, and Kevin gave you a correct answer. I, I, my mind
2: was too bla- blasted by the person who gave me a deeply incorrect answer. <laughs> Poor Nikita. Oh, Nikita,
1: you've gone down in history, my friend. But thank you, Kevin. <laughs> Bless Nikita. Uh, the Rem Maker. Injury depression is a real thing. I trained in wrestling and because of concussions, I was not able to and it does suck. But finding a new love in what you can do... Can't, uh, what, but finding a new love within what you can't do anymore, whether being permanent or temporary, is the healthiest thing you can do. Punk being out is heartbreaking, but does give a good opportunity for a world title banger with Seth. I know it's face versus Seth, but I'd love to see Sammy take on Rollins. Give Sammy that moment. Jam that jam. Um... Yeah, I mean, also the other one point I was going to make as well, like it's horribly poetic that his last match in WWE was the Royal Rumble 2014, oh, okay. in which he got injured. He got a concussion early on and told the doctor, well, I the the referee at ringside, "I'm finishing this match," and that's by report, that's exactly what happened here. He came in, got injured. That's what wrestlers do, isn't and they? then the referee said, "Do you want to? Do you want help?" And he said, "No, I'm finishing this match." Mm. He's got that mentality about him. He talked about that on that Cabana podcast. I won't to he didn't want to be there anymore. Kuzi said, I'm good at for Punk. He's made many mistakes and some wild calls. Uh, um, I'm good at for Punk. He's made many mistakes and some would call his injuries karma. But I would never wish harm on another man, especially for something as trivial as wrestling. Hope he can get through it. But now I'm curious. Will Seth still be the main event? Well, That's it. Depends on who it is. I think if it's, if it's uh, Cody, yeah. Mm. If it's Drew, Maybe not. Depends on how heated the feud is going in. Because yeah. that, that for me is, when I come to what should be the main events, if I was picking one, it's whatever your hottest thing is. Sammy and Kevin last year should be the main event. It was the hottest thing at the, at the time. It should have been the main event. It was hotter than Rhea versus Flair yeah. was, which didn't have particularly great build going in. If Seth and Drew is way better building and is a much hotter feud than Becky-Rhea, absolutely. Mm. Should be seth and drew but if becky rears it's all time a feud that should be the main event then becky should have won the royal rumble we'll talk about it later (laughs) oh and that barely was the right choice uh amy as a chicago cubs fan i know the pain of saying there's always next year i really hope next year really does come for punk but uh next year took 100 plus years for the cubs also seth made great points with cody but sorry it needs to be roman and golden knights 84 says hi luke and prof stand by what i said last week about punk being a hypocrite and let me be clear i may not like a wrestler but i never want to see anyone get injured to the people enjoying this you need to get your s together sorry mod mother <laughs> we'll always apologize to the mod mother for our bad language you've been worse than me lately yeah i know i did yeah and you know i think i think that's fair i'm I'm actually gonna get go this whole show without dropping a, a bomb at all i bet
2: i i'll believe it when i see it well or, 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 or when it. you hear it yeah
1: <laughs> or, or you don't hear it. it'll be more to the point now we're going to recap everything else that happened on this broadcast so we opened with uh jay uso gunther and damage control arriving got a big video promo recapping the rumble then we also saw cody arriving announcement that the first hour it's commercial free and our new commentary team of michael cole and pat mcafee oh no oh good it's someone else because i get i get it in the neck for not being the biggest pat mcafee fan
2: i i have liked pat mcafee in the past but it's almost like since he's gone away and not been around for a while, what it led to is more of a boys club. I, I re-watched the r- Women's Rumble last night, and because we were doing live reactions, I didn't hear any of the commentary. And the commentary that I did hear was oh, not pleasant. I didn't really like a lot of it. It felt like they were more into talking amongst themselves than they were doing the commentary. And, and it just kind of frustrates me.
1: I've only got one pat note uh, that'll come up later, and yeah then that's it's not a big thing it's just it's a bit that made me laugh of some bad commentary mm. um i i think pat like people got really into pat when he was doing the smackdown commentary because he's got a lot
2: of energy and because he, he's he, got he a lot enjoys of the product which yeah. is what you want from a conduit
1: yeah yeah but also i i found the gronk to be annoying right. and like pat just reminds me of the gronk mm. and um uh, and it, just, it annoys me a little bit mm. but you know very good at wrestling very good yeah um uh, when he's at his matches it's just, it's, uh, this will be commentary I will try and tune out as much as possible. It's not, it's not my favorite commentary duo. Mm. Uh, and apparently, according to PW Insider, the SmackDown side of things is going to be Corey Graves and Wade Barrett, with Corey Graves moving into play by play.
2: I'm glad that Wade's not getting shafted. And I like, for me, I like Corey Graves as a commentator. That's put me often in the, the minority, but I think he's got, he's really got something. The problem is, I find that he straddles the line between play by play and, um, color color, and that they are two completely different jobs and they lead uh, to a little bit of confusion when you're watching it's why when michael cole was full heel that's not what you want from your play-by-play guy Mm. so if this allows him to fully pivot and lead with
1: the being the the lead announcer play-by-play guy i'm all for this i think that has real potential yeah and then we just see him just being straight down the line Corey graves Mm. doing play-by-play because he can't be doing any of the sort of like the heel side of things because that'd be wade barrett's role yeah can't have two of them doing it so it would just be straight play-by-play by by Corey graves you shouldn't yeah you should oh absolutely you know you shouldn't that would be the worst commentary possible having a heel (laughs) a a heel play-by-play commentator with a heel color commentator that sounds disastrous uh judgment day we're watching the uh cm punk and drew mcintyre thing from their judgment den and ria was like well ria says what she says every single week which is we need to send a message and damien priest replies i agree messages will be sent and finn up and was like i can yeah. i concur let's do a message and i'm like all right lads let should we have a message shall we like
2: the polar opposite <laughs> to the pro- the segment that had just been before this one felt well that one was full of like emotion and E- energy this one was full of stilted delivery <laughs> overdone overproduced devastated
1: uh, diy did the west wing walk and talk to put themselves over ahead of their tag team title match against the judgment day which got well pwg by the end <laughs> and was real real fun um i like it was just it was a standard wrestling match up until a point but then so got the hot tag mm. and then it just devolved into this pwg style lots of big moves lots of near falls and stuff I had a great time with this. And the crowd went really, really ballistic for towards the end mm. of this, particularly when DIY got in the double submission. Oh, my gosh. And Priest powered up with it using Champa as a move to break up mm. the Gargano escape. And, yeah, it was just really, really great. The crowd channeled this is awesome. We've got a Razor's Edge and a Coup de Grace for the win. Very, very good match. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. Uh, this is, it's a testament to Triple H's commitment, Of putting out teams, not getting any reaction week one, not getting any reaction week two, sort of getting a reaction week three, but persisting with it, persisting with it. And like, look at them now. Mm. People were into DIY from the very get go. Mm. I wish you'd applied that same logic to the women's tag team uh, division, but we'll get to that shortly. Yeah. But I I I think this is it's a testament to just committing to the bit.
2: Yeah, I I thought they did a great job. I really enjoyed it. I was finding myself very much buying into the Niffles. the the double yeah the double submission in particular was one where I was like, oh, it's so tasty. I thought the climax for some reason didn't feel like a climax, but when I when it was happening, I was like, that's made them look all dominant, and it kind of the the point that they were trying to achieve was establishing on the road to WrestleMania Judgment Day as being this dominant force, and um, I think. Combined with the match and the beatdown afterwards, I think it worked.
1: Yeah. Uh, So afterwards, the uh, the rest of the the Judgment Day B team of Dominic and JD McDonough came down and they brought out R-Truth to apologize Mm -hmm. to him. And Truth was making jokes about like he's transferred all of Priest's money into crypto. And Priest was like, look, Truth, the thing is, this group here is a family. And Truth said, oh, I know. You're like my older brother. It's funny because Priest is younger than him. Mm -hmm. And Finn's like the weird uncle, just says lots of weird things. And Tom and Nick Mysterio here, the less said about him, the better. And JD's like that stepbrother that no one wants to acknowledge. And in the end, the Judgment Day were like, you know, in the group, and they beat him up. Miz came down to make the save, but the numbers advantage, uh, the numbers disadvantage, uh, worked against uh, the Awesome Truth. And the Judgment Day stood tall. And I guess that's your Mania Tag Title program, and seeing Awesome Truth winning the tag belts at wrestlemania i
2: like that it got a legit heel reaction people were quite cross about it and that really worked yeah. for me i think uh they're really needing like i said to heat the group up and i thought the whole thing ultimately was effective i like that miz was ready to go and come down to save truth straight away almost like he'd seen him get called out and was like right i'm gonna be on the watch here because how many yeah. times have we seen nobody save anybody and mm. um, ju so allowing kofi to get beaten up a whole bunch
1: um, but yeah, so I, I I thought this was great. I like this a lot. Chelsea Green and Piper Niven lost to Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark in two minutes. Although the biggest return of 2024 was on this show when Samantha Irvin said Chelsea ne- uh, Chelsea Green's name correctly. She's back to doing uh, Chelsea Green, and I was really thrilled by that. This match could have
2: been longer, but it unfortunately, no, could wasn't, it? <laughs> but it unfortunately wasn't allowed because it was commercial free, so they couldn't slip a commercial in it.
1: So yeah, um, that this annoyed me. It's like literally. The match didn't feel like it got into a second gear. Mm. it's Zoe Stark just hit the Z three hundred and sixty and won, yeah. and it's almost like Shayna Baszler didn't expect that that was the finish. It's almost like she was getting in the ring to do the next series of mm. spots because she literally shrugged. Mm. Z- like Zoe Stark wins, and Shayna Baszler getting in the ring goes, "All right, yeah." It was it was odd and rubbish, and I didn't like it. Yeah. So, we now have the other big segment of the show i think overall i'd say i've I've really enjoyed this show i thought that the the wrestling was was pretty good i thought that nothing kind of touched the tag match but i thought that everything else in it was fine including the main event which i Mm -hmm. thought was was fine but the two big talking segments on this show i thought were really really great obviously the punk one at the start and this one here and it's a really fascinating segment i was so i'm very curious to get what people's uh, take on this so Rhodes comes out for a promo and, you know, the crowd is shining. You deserve it because he won the Royal Rumble. And Samantha Irvin announced him as the winner of the 2023 and 2024 Royal Rumbles. Cody enjoyed that so much, he got Samantha Irvin to, to do it again. And he wants to make Mania 40 official. Because at the end of Royal Rumble, he pointed at Roman and said coming for you bud like that's, i'm it's absolutely 100 i'm going for roman reigns it's all i've been talking about for the past year is i'm going to face roman reigns at wrestlemania and i'm going to finish the story and i'm going to win that championship diddly dee let's make it official out comes seth rollins the reaction to rollins i thought was so interesting at the start of this because rollins said picking roman is a mistake i saw you at the royal rumble presser and you said you're the guy. And I disagree with that. You're not the guy. Roman's not the guy. I'm the guy. And I've got the most important belt in the company. And that was met to mostly indifference. He then said, "It's sh- You shouldn't pick Roman, that's a mistake. You should pick me for WrestleMania. And the crowd chanted, No. Because the match that we've all wanted to see is Cody versus Roman. And so Seth goes on, and he starts to talk about how why was this title created in the first place? It's because Roman was never here, and the fans deserve better than that. The fans deserve a championship that is seen on TV. Fans deserve a championship that is defended on house shows. You and I, speaking to him and Cody, we've done all of these house shows together, and who's been the main event of every single one of those? It's been me defending this title. You've seen the work that I put into this in making this belt feel the making this belt the most important belt in WWE. So You have this belt, the workhorse belt, the people's belt, the blue collar belt, the belt that Dusty Rhodes would have wanted to challenge for. Or you can go for Roman's belt, the belt that's never here, the Hulk Hogan belt. That was a very charged uh, thing to call the Hulk Hogan belt. The, The belt that people politic backstage to get, the Hollywood belt. Why would you want to go for that belt, Cody, when you can come for this one that Dusty Rhodes would have wanted instead? And we could ask Dusty this question, but it's never been about Dusty. It's always been about Cody. And What does Cody want to do? Because this is the biggest choice you'll ever make. And it was such a good promo that this crowd that was indifferent to Seth Rollins saying this was a good title... And a crowd that chanted no when he made the suggestion it should be him versus Cody at WrestleMania, that crowd were so into this and actually into the idea of Seth versus Cody. A brilliant, brilliant promo by, uh, by uh, Rollins here in a vacuum. I think it creates bigger problems, but first of all, your your thoughts on the the, the segment and, and the promo, and the, the content of the promo.
2: It's hard because I can't, I don't know how I feel about this. I have seen people's response to this being top. People really enjoyed this, people whose opinions I very highly rate. Um, and I was genuinely quite surprised because when I was watching it, my reaction to it was oh, I don't know if you're... I think this might be an own goal. I was a bit confused, and the note I have written down was I don't know how I feel about this because I can understand why he's doing it, but it might end up being a bit of an own goal. And even when you're recapping the the, the speech itself, it's almost like I want to separate my feelings on it into two camps. There's the delivery and the conviction and Seth Rollins' work here, Mm -hmm. which I think was really great. Like, I think he's...
1: Very good at this. It's because he believes it. Yeah, he he truly believes this is the top title in WWE.
2: Yeah, and I and I I like Seth Rollins. You know, I I think the idea that we don't is misguided. I think it's just a case of uh, as a babyface champ, he's always found it more difficult than being a babyface chaser mm-hmm. or or even being a heel champ. um I think some of his best work was when he was the heel champ of the Authority. Absolutely. I almost want to separate his performance from it from the substance of it because yeah. I have a problem with the substance of it because for me, um, it's massively exposing a pretty huge issue that they've got, which is that they've got two world titles, neither of which feel like the price anymore. When Cody was going for it at WrestleMania 39, it felt like I want to see this lad hold that belt and he's going to take a 800 odd day reign. And it's, you know, Roman's greatness on a different level. The bloodline storyline was popping off. We'd seen everyone queue up to take him down. I, I thought it was going to be, um, drew at clash at the castle. I thought maybe it was going to be, uh, Sammy I, don't, at I never chamber. thought it, but it could have been Kevin Owens. It could have been Sammy at chamber, but now it's Cody. And I feel like this is the right moment. It's going to happen, and then it didn't happen. And I know there was a comment earlier on that sort of said it might make 39 look like a good choice if he were to win it at 40. And I can sort of see that argument to be honest Mm -hmm. with you. But what Roman has done since, and I'm going to say money in the bank, because I actually really like the money in the bank match. Me too. Everything subsequently, and or rather more pertinently, the lack of anything subsequently has made it feel like a prop, a thing, rather than a prize. Yep. Meanwhile, on the other side of the coin, you've got Seth's belt, which was literally invented to give them something to do because otherwise Roman's not going to be here. Like That's not just our perception, it's kind of what they said. And Seth's been doing all this work to try and make it count, but for one reason or another, despite uh, an up and down series of matches, it kind of hasn't. So, I don't really know i felt like this promo had the potential to explain why that one would be a prize but cody wouldn't go for it and instead what it did was devalue the other one so if cody goes after roman and i think the story was right there because that first moment that you saw them together he points at the sign i'm having a great time he's done his little i'm on my feet i'm a big fan loving it he looks great and then he turns around and points at Roman Reigns and I was like, whoa. And I think we talked about this afterwards because I was really into the rumble as a result of what I'd just seen as a fan, which was Roman Reigns be handed the belt by Paul Heyman saying, show me you're not scared, despite the fact that I'd seen him look scared. Roman selling me, it was so great. Exactly. And then he's like, George Akin, really giving it something. Oh, you want this? You'll never have this. I'm better than you. They're literally other sides of the arena from each other and I can feel the tension. It's like, remember when they walked past each other on SmackDown and I sort of, I felt mm. myself get a little bit wobbly. I want that. And I felt like we had that. And then what this has done is remove some of the bite from what Cody might have to say, to my perspective. Because if Cody goes over and says, okay, you say you're on God mode. I think you're on false God mode. you never hear. You don't defend that bell. And when you are in the ring, you hide behind Solo, who is a much better tribal chief than you will ever be. He had so many things that he could say, so much fire and energy. And now if he says it, I almost feel like it's just him leaning out from behind seth rollins and going yeah do you know what i mean i don't know if this was nearly as effective as it could have been i understand why they've had to do it because if punk was in the plans and now he's not you need to make it look at very least like that is a prize that cody might go for otherwise if cody just ignores it
1: completely i just for me i think there would have been another way to go about it it's also one of the things of you and I have talked about this. We talked about this when the belt uh, got introduced mm. as well, which is like... it's. it's I, th- I find you know funny that you said that a Roman's belt felt like a prop um, since running the bank. It's almost coincidentally around the time that this belt got introduced. It's almost as if having two world titles does make one feel like a prop. Um, I'd hate to say that I'm right all the time, but... I, no, you, know, you I go, do <laughs> 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 I'm kidding, of course. Um, but you and you know, I said this when the belt got introduced, was that it's a problem that it's on Raw because Cody's on Raw but he keeps saying he doesn't want to go for this belt because he's not interested in this belt because what he's interested in Roman and the other belts Mm. and that's a problem for this belt here because Cody's now going to be on this brand for another year not going for this world title even though his whole thing is I want to win a world title but apparently you don't want to win this Mm. world title so you almost needed to address this this element in the room of why didn't you come for Seth's belt it's kind of what happened to you in Fancy Booking Warfare when you and uh, nina oh, samuels yeah. yeah was it nina or nina, nina. samuels pointed it out to you it's like why wouldn't gunther- not he who shall not be named <laughs> no, why wouldn't gunther go for roman that's the mm. bigger prize mm. and you were like but you need to make the belt feel like important as any other for me this promo has no good outcome to it mm. either cody picks seth so okay either cody picks roman and that is going to make seth's belt feel even more second rate than it currently does because Cody has heard everything that Seth has just said then, including this is an actual belt, and that one's for politickers and Hulk Hogan and Hollywood elite, and he's still gonna Yeah, but that is the one that I want, though, because I don't that that's not a real mm. belt. Or he picks Rollins and all of a sudden Roman has just got a prop. Yeah. He's just got a pointless politicking belt that's so The, the reign that he's had, this thousand-day reign, means ultimately nothing because he's not there with it. So it doesn't actually mean much that he's got it. It doesn't mean anything that he beat Randy Orton and AJ Styles and LA Knight on Rome, uh, Royal Rumble. It doesn't matter that he beat J.U. So none of it matters. And whoever he faces at WrestleMania will be going for a, a belt that me- is meaningless. Mm. Because apparently it's not a real world title. There's no good outcome to this. That's where I start feeling like it's a bit of an own goal. It's and a massive
2: own goal. I, I, again, I understand why it was necessary to do something, there, but I just found it, the content of it frustrating. And I really want to stress, just so that I've said it until so I'm blue in the face, yeah. it ain't got nothing to do with Seth because as you say, he believed it and the conviction of it was really powerful. I thought his performance was massive. Just the content. And for me, I think I can see two alternatives to this. One is, a, a what? what do we do to fix this? And the other is what i would have done instead Mm. i'll do with the one i would have done instead because that's alternate universe which would very simply have been cody comes out makes a giant speech about how he's gonna go after because he said in a bunch of speeches how much he respects rather than how much that is an amazing price this one's personal i had you last year i want to take you out the whole mr Heyman thing like they can have all of that and just say i'm coming for you roman reigns you and me it's going to be wrestlemania second year in a row la 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 cody goes backstage maybe it's post-commercial break and you have Seth standing there with the belt, all oh, swagger. I wouldn't have come after me either. Mm. And then pat him on the chest where he had the broken tit, yeah. and be like, "Swag off to the ring and make a speech about how who's going to face me." Blah blah blah. Then you can do whatever, or or even you know maybe that's Seth's whole involvement
1: on the show, an arrogance. A, a, a tough argument for all of to make, considering he's three and zero against uh, Seth Rollins, against yeah. uh, Cody rose well,
2: again, It does matter <laughs> if you believe it. Like you know, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. I I've been the champion all this time, and you you know you you've been chest, dodging me. You know, blah blah blah, all of that. You can do whatever you want. It's a fictional show. It's a fake show. The other side of it, I think what I would do if it were me to fix all of these issues is mm. have Heyman cut an equally passionate speech in a back to the future mold. Almost saying, coward, I'm yeah. gonna, you couldn't take it anywhere. You know you couldn't. You didn't manage it last year. You've had all these issues, blah, blah, blah. You're never going to be able to do it, kid. It's not meant for mm. you. So why don't you go to Raw and you know go after that prize? You look amazing with that belt. It's a belt worthy of you, you know, all yeah. of those things. It's just that you're not greatness on this level. By calling him a chicken, by calling him a coward, you almost goad him to go with the red mist mm-hmm. rather than go with Seth, and then he can just pivot to something else. It just didn't feel like it achieved what it set out to achieve.
1: And, I, I you know, some people in the live chat there being like, oh, you know, it's, that's just your opinion on what was, you know, said. but like, that's literally what he says. Yeah. I get, I'm not put, putting my opinion onto what Seth said that's literally what seth said in Mm. his promo i have a real belt romans is fake Mm. so if you go for my belt then you're going for a real champion if you're going for roman then you're a hollywood phony Mm. so whoever goes for roman's belt is a hollywood phony Mm. and if cody doesn't pick rollins then a we've wasted this last year building towards a match that isn't going to happen at the main event of their big wrestlemania or B, he does go for that belt and Rollins looks like a complete chump because apparently Cody Rhodes felt that the phony fake belt was better than the real title that Dusty would have gone for. Yeah, it, I don't think there's a good outcome to this promo, despite the fact that this was such a good promo. It was such a good promo, it got the crowd to believe that this was the right choice for Cody to make. I think it was ill thought out,
2: but I am willing, egg on my face as it always has been, to see what happens on Friday, to see what mm. happens next. I just didn't think it was effective in the moment. Yeah. Yeah
1: uh Kofi cut a promo backstage he said hey the great thing about New Day is New Day wins championships because he's got a uh, title match against Gunther later on uh well, there's a lot of video packages on this show we've got a big video promo for Bron Breaker and mm-hmm. his uh, appearance in the Royal Rumble and then we've got Jey Uso versus Bronson Reed who had a a, a pretty good match and Jey got the win with the splash
2: uh, this was a bit of meh to me like it was a good match I really enjoyed the match but I struggled to care it was a weird rumble for jay Uso. i thought that mm. he didn't really do a lot like i i don't know it was really ineffective jimmy's what i remember from that and it was for banter rather than for intensity yeah. I, I said this on the rumble review though but i, I thought it was it. great after
1: banter I really enjoyed jimmy Uso. i i jimmy Uso is a very very funny man it's yeah. just his i don't i don't know what your character is then because you had this big whole intense stare down with jay and apparently that's the super serious brother versus brother moves instead of just and then yeah and sort of. then it's just like and every time a heel came in jay's uh, jimmy's like hey we should be mm. mates now and i'm like all right are you a comedy goofball are you our truth or are you roman reigns yeah. like what are you
2: but let me see jay got a win and the match was good yeah so.
1: Got a video promo for Andrade's return at the Royal Rumble and he has signed with Monday Night Raw. Actually surprised by that. I really thought he was going to go to SmackDown Mm -hmm. because you've got kind of the Latino World Order stuff going on over there. And I thought they were probably going to try and slot him into some of that. I don't know what you do with him on, on Monday Night Raw, but I'm excited for Andrade in, in WWE, and I'm excited to see a motivated Andrade. And, you know, the dude just looks like a million dollars. Like, he just, he looks cool. He looks like a, a legit top superstar. Um, When he did walk out there, and he said, to,
2: so Nicolas came into the segment, and when he said to Nicola, say hello to Zelina Vega for me, I literally yelled, <laughs> no, say it to her yourself! You should be with her! I wanted, that, I wanted them to be back together, because they're such a great pairing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Like, I, I, if you're gonna give me Andrade versus Gunther, I'm not gonna complain.
1: Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, yeah, Nick Aldis did walk in here and um and a little bit of jealousy uh, about him when he was like look i loaned your uh, damage control i thought we were here to do business but i see that you're conducting business elsewhere and it was like oh is, is adam pierce not allowed to try and sign this talent nick mm. do, do, do you want to do all to yourself do you think? and then he left the call being, i'm sorry bron breaker is calling oh, me i love that <laughs> so part. it was so petty i mean i will
2: say damage control are both the women's tag jams and the rumble winner which means they're allowed to go wherever they want yeah
1: but like that's not
2: the that's not the point because i really <laughs> loved the segment i thought i thought the little cattiness between them i'm into it i like
1: it a lot uh gunther cut a return promo on kofi and then we got a promo for the women's royal rumble focusing on naomi uh jordan grace and jade cargill it was the better rumble of the two in my humble opinion jackie interviewed becky lynch who said not only did she let herself down but she also let people down but you know what happens when you're down you get right back up and she is now on her road to get her wrestlemania match this was less fun
2: than the Segment that Becky posted to social media of her and Kevin Owens having a pep talk. Mm. I
1: wish they just put that on telly. Yeah. You know? Sometimes I'm like, mess with the format a bit. Uh, Gunther took on Kofi Kingston for the Intercontinental Championship. In the hype up for this match, Cole talked about how this was Gunther's toughest test as IC champion. And that would make sense because Kofi last won a singles match in September. Mm. I didn't
2: like this match, Luke. Did you not? Nope. How come you did like this match? Because it was two full segments of Gunther just in full domination mode, which didn't feel like powerful. It felt slow. I think one segment of it would have been powerful, but two full segments replete with ad breaks of it. One of those segments could have gone to Zoe and Shayna and made that match feel a little bit more subst- substantial to begin with. But it just felt, I just found myself Veering to my phone, picked up a bit when the comeback spot started.
1: Yeah, when Kofi made his comeback, it was, it was, it did pick up pace.
2: I think the thing is, I've now arrived at a place where I don't think Gunther is going to lose. Where before I'd hoped that maybe Chad Gable might sneak a win, or maybe The Miz. The,
1: I do The Miz made me
2: believe, man. There you go. But like, I now don't think, especially with WrestleMania on the horizon, and especially with, yes, all the, the Royal Rumble, the talk about the Seth, potentially all this stuff. I don't believe he's going to lose, so I think the matches have to be structured differently as a result when you're mm-hmm. sitting down to produce it uh, he needs to just batter him in three minutes and go away or or they need to do something else to figure out how I can believe that he might get the win um because it just didn't work for me here uh,
1: i quite enjoyed uh kofi hitting the trouble in paradise from out of nowhere i mean the sos looked great I've, I've, yeah I, we don't see that move often enough i no. really like it like they did some really good near falls yeah. i thought the trouble in paradise from out of nowhere was was particularly great because kofi just was not in a uh, he didn't have enough strength to capitalize on that and then gunther had to roll to the outside mm-hmm. because he realized that he was in trouble so i thought they did that quite well and then Gunther just hit the power bomb and won um it didn't have that that Gunther snapped to it and then when, I,
2: when I sat down I, all I was thinking about was Kofi Ivar and I was like I cannot wait for this so when I then didn't get what I think I wanted I was yeah. like ah
1: yeah I think that's about I, I don't think it was on the level of Gunther matches that yeah. we've had and actually not on the level of Kofi matches that we've had of late either mm. uh, afterwards Imperium attacked Woods and Kofi yeah Uh, we've got a video recap of drew beating sammy last month by targeting in the knee more on that later and then jackie and i believe her first appearance i know she interviewed becky but like because they were doing so many of the walk and talk promos i was like is it is there a role for jackie on this show now everyone's just doing Mm. their own promos but nope she did show up she did do some work um and she interviewed sammy and he sammy's talking about how drew put him on the sidelines and also took him out of the rumble so he's going to give drew mcintyre a reality check Mm. Uh, we got a video promo for Jade Cargill, and we then saw Sammy walking up, and then we got the Kabuki Warriors taking on Tegan Knox and Natalia, who did not get an entrance. Uh, no, they did not. I was gonna make, you know how I made my Kofi Kingston joke. I do this on the show a lot. I think people really like it when I do. When I talk about how like people haven't won uh, x number of matches, I haven't won a match. Oh yeah, it, it goes, goes down really well. Yeah, yeah, I mean people love it when I I, I you know, talk about some fact. Um, and I was like, I was gonna you make pop shirt and CageMatch.net <laughs> tattoo. I like cage match. It's, it's a wonderful resource. <laughs> yeah, for it me. actually is very, I'm not, I'm not checking any reviews, but I as do a database, but as a database. It's oh. good for me to find times. I like it. Um, but I, I did go on there because I was like, I'm going to make my joke about it. when was the last time Tegan and Natalia uh, last won a tag match? And do you know what I found? They've won one match as a team. Yeah. They've won one. Ma- They've been a team for ages. They've won one match together. Mm. Why do they feel like they're always in the tag title scene? They've won one match together. Because there are, when there are only four tag teams, everyone's in the title <laughs> I scene. Yes. So they won one, one match and it was in November. Yeah. And it was to earn a title shot against Green and Piper. Mm absolutely crap i'm so ready for these two to be done i enjoyed them like trying to eliminate each other at the royal rumble and then well, was, and then uncommentally they were like actually natalia said it was a good thing that
0: she no, did and she's it, proud of her but,
2: but, but so i'm gonna i'm gonna stop you from potentially going down negative uh at boulevard and i'm gonna pop back to my earnest uh <laughs> sunshine positive boulevard or whatever
1: i <laughs> <be. laughs> Not next time, i'm done with it boulevard yes. <laughs>
2: i um first of all, I really like the tangle between asker and natalia I've, I'm a little bit hot because I had a squad a squabble with Andy Datson over <laughs> whether or not Natalia has talent I and mean, the answer is she does um <laughs>
1: But I mean Andy is cl- is categorically wrong on that. One. Yeah, no, he's also she, she's well boring. He's also someone do- who I I adore but is a little troll boy, like <laughs> don't get me wrong. Oh no, no, he fully does believe what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. does he genuinely believes that Natalia is awful. Well, and, I, I, and I think that is that is that is objectively wrong. Yeah. But I do think she is a touch
2: boring. Well, this is why I liked what happened at the Rumble with what they said on the commentary and then what happened here because I for a long time have talked about wanting natalia to have a little something i like the idea of she's got all these world records and yes it's purely because she's just always there yeah and she's polite enough to not get fired and all that stuff mm. like or released rather but she also has legitimate genuine skills she trained in the dungeon look at that match with Ray Ripley last year when she's given the opportunity to do something with a little bit of spice it gets entertaining. I'm not necessarily saying she needs to have a world title run. I'm not necessarily saying she needs to be in the main event of WrestleMania or even the main event of NXT Vengeance Day. What I am saying is she should be utilised as a kind of godmother of the Mm. women's division, as someone who is there to help train you, as someone who is there to provide decades of experience. She wrestled in Japan. She's wrestled in the dungeon. She's been with WWE for so long. So when what we got here was... um, The idea of, I'm going to go and eliminate Tegan Knox. Oh, well, but she's eliminated me, kind of thing. And then I actually quite like that. It showed a little bit of fire. It showed a little bit of, oh, I'm I'm rubbing off on you. Your psychology is getting better. And here, she's screaming for a tag from Tegan. She's like, tag me, Tegan. And Tegan's too busy getting ready to do a bit of showboating. She wants to do a dive off the apron. And it goes completely arse over tit and it goes wrong and so it's like, oh well great. I mean good for you. Going off the aprons, good for good for uh you know showing off, but where are your fundamentals? Because we just lost this match as, as a result of you trying to show off. That kind of stuff is interesting to me. I would like them to do more with that. Whether or not they will is a whole other question. But I think that is a really effective use of Natalia in 2024.
1: I completely agree with you. The longer this match went the deader the crowd got. And not, not helped by the fact that Natalia is the loudest person. <laughs> Uh, damage control but, one. DIY well, okay, but here's the other side of that: is that DIY got over because they gave them time? Yeah, yeah, that's They, they what were given them matches. Whether well, they will time. or not, that's a
2: different question. Well, but... that's
1: it. But and will go and buy the tank match we had earlier in the night. I just don't think it's going to happen. So my... I really do think that a lot of Triple H's stuff, and it's what we say about Tony Khan. It's lipstick service. Like this I, is... I don't think he is actually actively pushing this division. He's just putting it on TV.
2: This is where I want to call it out because if you, if it doesn't, if if you put them out, and it's why the whole question becomes about like, oh, yeah, no, no, if they're not, if they're not over. They shouldn't be on tv if a male-led blockbuster movie falls flat on its arse it'll get a sequel if a women's-led blockbuster movie falls flat on its arse the argument is no one wants to see them full stop never one of them will make another one so they have to do it so much harder DIY get like four, five, six segments now N- Natty and Tegan are on TV every single week or like most weeks so I-, I appreciate that that is happening I don't want to come across like I'm not watching the product but I also hate calling it products I'm trying to that's one of my resolutions for this year is to stop saying that why? But, I don't know it's like, it's like when you call stuff content I hate it <laughs>
1: i hate it well, what do we um, make then
2: videos streams well, that's, just insights, a, that's, just another, that's
1: just another word it's like an all-inclusive account- movies is an all-inclusive yeah, term it, of it. genres and the uh,
2: academy award for best content goes to like i don't like me it. probably i don't want it <laughs> um but like anyway um they they're just not given the same time no. story commitment they go out and have a match oh they're trying to get a win to go for the tag belts. that's not a story this has the nuggets of a story bailey has a real real dynamite compelling story becky has compelling stories in the women's division there are stories i'd just really like for you to chase this one whichever member of the writing assistance team is watching i like this natalia tegan
1: story do it i beg you also the the, the diy thing diy one Yeah, yeah yeah well not not this week No, but they were winning matches, and that's what was getting them over. Did they they not get one win? You just used your cage match stats to. to... (laughs) Yes, they've had their one win to win a tag title match that they lost. Um, They had another video promo. Jackie interviewed the Party Girls. Uh, I'd forgotten they were the tag champions, but they're saying they're getting another shot at the belts next week. Um, We've got a video promo for the Rumble. And speaking of the Rumble, Damage Control uh, Bailey joined Damage Control in the ring to talk about her Rumble win. I really like Bailey's promo here because it was. When I put this group together, everyone said I was stupid. It's not gonna work. You're not as good as you once were. This is not gonna lead to a lot of things. I'll be honest, I was one of those people because damage control just lost all the time. Mm-hmm. It was just, you know, they were just there to lose to Bianca and friends. You and I review this every single week. But this group is now paying dividends for her. Funny enough, once everyone else is getting involved and she's losing a lot of the power, they're starting to be and that's kind of the, the brilliance mm-hmm. of this story. And it looked like she was about to challenge rhea ripley specifically because she had broken her record at the royal rumble mm. funnily enough i don't think she was supposed to break the record the match went about 15 minutes longer than yeah. it was supposed to um and rhea ripley came out to say challenging me would be a bloody stupid idea but naya Jax attacked rhea ripley from behind destroyed her down ringside got her into the ring hit several leg drops and hit the bonsai drop all the while damage controller bailey laughing being like "How hey, look at this stupid idiot and then when Nia Jax turned around to them, all of the rest of Damage Control got out of the ring apart from Bayley. And Bayley was like, yeah, I, I mean, maybe I'll, I'll make my choice on Friday. Actually, I'm thinking about it, I'm going to make my choice on Friday. Because she's scared that Nia Jax might beat Rhea Ripley and then she'll have to face Nia Jax instead. Mm. I liked this
2: very much. Me too. I also think the Women's Rumble was the better one of the night. I watched it back yesterday and I, while it was long, uh, too long, um, I, I disagree on that one well too long because they planned it to be a certain oh time. I see sorry long. not not like it felt too long no not, not like Wakanda forever which felt too long no 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 I I, I liked it and I, I I'm loved say, I everything it from like all Jordan Grace's performance was incredible blah 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 all of this stuff Jade Cargill looked amazing Nia Jax was a real part of making Jade uh Jay Cargill look amazing because she went on her run and yep. then was so willing to be fed to Jade Cargill um so I don't think she lost any steam I think it I think rather than it was the perfect use of jade carkill because rather than naya looking stupid jade looked strong absolutely so that's so i can fully believe naya coming back out for rhea Ripley. um i also saw on twitter and i can't remember who it was but credit to you for editing together a little series of a a little montage of clips Mm. of damage control where eo starts questioning bailey's leadership bit by bit wins the championship starts taking control brings more of her friends in starts being a dick to bailey mm-hmm.
1: that's such a good story and you and i were talking about this on their rumble live reactions mm. it was one it was bailey saving asuka bailey yeah. saving sane yeah. all the mvp of the group that no one respects
2: and the whole idea was that they would say i had a lot of people at the live watch along say to me that ba- bailey shouldn't win because well the story is that damage control all have belts and she doesn't so now they can kick her out and i was like nah if she wins it she gets to say i'm one of the gang like i've still got this and damage control smart as they are can use this to their advantage so we get a batista 2005 situation no you should go after Rhea. you should go after Rhea. what we got in this segment was bailey being like, it's like i can always believe that that conversation happened off screen and then bailey sees night jackson like yeah maybe i'll make my decision later and then you had a shot of EO being like oh, oh this yeah, isn't going the way i thought it was going, this is to. Not going to plan so that is a far more compelling story and i have my eyes fixed on the main event of night one and i'm gonna re i'm gonna be a dick about this it has to be the main event at night one because it should be because that's what the point is. We have two nights of WrestleMania, we two Royal Rumbles. They said in this one, and I checked, in previous Rumbles, they said, get to Championship Match at Mania. Last time they said, main event specifically. Now I know, don't, 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 but
1: damn, there are so many. Dan, main events. Are, they're all main events, really. If there's if there's four main events, yeah. you've got one of the main events of WrestleMania. It doesn't have to be the actual main event of WrestleMania. Sod off. That's semantics. <laughs> because, um, because that's how the word loses more meaning. Dan. I, well,
2: yeah, but I think I think for me, I'm like looking at this storyline, which is based around friends, based around best friends, based around people being there for you, and I'm imagining the the, the incredible video package that they make better than anybody. I'm imagining we get a the we cut to the live crowd. they're already chanting for Bailey. We hit her original music again. you get a pop for that. she comes out, she ties her hair up, she gets a pop for that, and then the Bailey buddies come out We get a third pop for that. I feel like that feels like a big main event moment where I disagree with earlier on. you said like about potentially putting putting Becky in real well I do think that's a main event caliber story and performance I'm saying if the feud is the hottest thing. I agree with that. It's just that I think. If, if you're going to make that for you the hottest thing you make
1: becky win otherwise what's the point i think becky would win i mean the, the oh the rumble the rumble no I, i'm my point is more if it's if it's the, story so, if it's the song no, i agree
2: with yeah. that but but that's why i'm like so decide that's going to be the hottest story oh yeah it's, book the, it the properly that, yeah that, that's 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 where it all comes down to tegan and natty have only had one win who makes the flipping <laughs> show it's fiction like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um so so like that's on you, bookers. Anyway, yeah, that's my Bailey thing. I I think it's got real potential.
1: This is where um my uh my Pat commentary comes in mm-hmm. because obviously Nia Jax took out Rhea Ripley and Pat McAfee goes like, Man, she took her out with three leg drops and um and, and Nia, Nia, like Nia, Nia and Michael Cards like, the Annihilator. I guess that's And Pat right. was like, yep, that one too. Yeah. And then our main event was Sami Zane versus Drew McIntyre. Um, Jackie interviewed Drew before the match and actually did a good journalist and asked Drew about Sammy's comments from earlier, not just being like, thoughts on the match. Yeah. She was referencing a, a, an interview that she had done and being like, well, this person has said this. What she do you went make to it journalism bad? for that. Absolutely. Um, and he was like, yeah, Sammy said a lot of things, but guess what? He's never beaten me and he's not going to do it again now. Let's go for a match. And they had a match and it was, it was all right it was a, a mm. pretty good match uh drew won it straight away because mm. he'd, he'd had the match won by counter but chose not to do that so he could inflict more punishment and um the, I, I thought the match was fine but i really like the finish yeah so sammy makes his big comeback he goes to do the halluva kick and drew ducks and he puts his hands up to protect himself and in doing so hits sammy in the knee the sammy is the one he's hurt his knee recently funny enough by drew no less that's why they set it up earlier in the night and drew rather than show any remorse for that just hit the claim more and won and then he hit the pin and told the referee raise my hand now because i've just won the match great performance by drew match itself was so so but i thought the actual finish was excellent the match was good it's just that we saw the match a lot recently and it was i I thought i was surprised
2: i thought we'd get a little bit more time for it maybe they'd save it for a big show maybe they'd save them to have a clash in the chamber Mm. or whatever but i i really like the ending much like you because for me it was it was an example of drew not hesitating where in the past he has so he spends the whole match snarling and grunting and and following on from his line earlier on about like i prayed for this to happen like it's like oh he's really going there he's really playing Mm. with that and I, i really like it um in the past, including in the Rumble on Saturday, when he was like thinking about, and now I'm going to eliminate, you know, Punk and I'm going to say words to him and then finds himself eliminated. And even in this match where, yes, he, he could have had the counts out, but goes elsewhere. Then he's, he decides to do a little monologue in Sami Zayn's face and gets beaten up as a result of it. This was a moment where uh, Sami um, accidentally gets low blowed and he goes, oh, hang on. Well, how's your head? Because I'm going to kick it off your head, like straight away. Immediately I'm gonna take my take my opportunity, which is something he hasn't done for for a time, which for me sets him up as monster. Once he's let he's realized and he's got proof positive, ah,
1: that's what happens when I don't hesitate. Mm. I I do that. On the same show as well, where he attacked a man who was injured. Yeah. In CM Punk. Ruthlessness now. He's a ruthless dude. And I I think it was a great night for Drew. I would also I there's a little part of me that wants
2: to see it since we're not gonna have Seth and Punk, maybe maybe use Seth's injury to his advantage, allow him to go off and properly heal rather than just do a little bit of rehab. Mm. If that's going to be better for him, to take him out, be that level of ruthless, and then we have a vacant title for the Elimination
1: Chamber. It's the other thing we didn't talk about in that the, the Cody thing. I know we need to like get into the rest of the mm. Ultra Chats, but I, it is still a, a point to make about the, the Seth primer from early in the night. If, he, if it is going to be Seth versus uh, Cody, is it Roman Rock? I hope oh. not. Because talk about Hollywood title. Well, yeah, but that's yeah, exactly two proven part timers yeah. going for a belt that apparently is meaningless. But what?
2: I, n- nah, I don't want that. Well,
1: then, <laughs> and then, well, then who is it? Do you do Randy? I guess Did you do Randy Orton. Like you know, they they didn't do the singles match at Royal Rumble. This is why I him. don't,
2: I don't. For all the conversation that we've had, I don't see Seth and Cody. I don't see it. I, I because I think there are more options for Seth, and there are no options for Roman uh, other than Rock. There's something inevitable about that. I think more people would be turned off by that. Maybe I'll be wrong on that, but yeah. If if they're thinking how are we gonna get the views. Pick the pick the two matches rather
1: than the one. Yeah. Um and also stick to your plans. Yeah. Um let's uh, let us know what you thought of this show. I gave it four out of five. Uh you know, yeah. as a, a thumbs up show. I thought the two promo segments, the two main promo segments, while I do have some issues with the the, the Seth it was well promo, performed. it was so well performed. I thought yeah. I really thought that Seth like knocked it out of the park. Like, how he got that crowd on side, I thought it was really, really great. And yeah, I thought those two things were like—it's made me give like, huh? That makes me think of this. That makes me ask questions. What to see next week's show? So thumbs up show from me. Uh, Sir Cardigan The Warm, please do uh, get the rest of you Get your alterchats chats into rest.com forward slash support We'll read out all of them above the 5 US dollar amount If you want to let us know your thoughts on the show You can uh, click the thumbs up, thumbs down or thumbs In the middle poll that is in the live chat right now Sir Cardigan The Warm said at first I laughed at the idea of Seth begging Cody to pick him It did feel desperate at one point uh, But then I thought about it Why wouldn't Seth lobby to go for the main event? Mm-hmm. He is the world champion and he knows this is his best chance currently I wish they had mentioned that Cody is 3-0 oh. Option 2 drew finishes the story and priest cashes in this would be the best possible outcome for everyone involved there's beef with uh, drew and priest Further's Drew's story and at the end of the day all roads lead to gunther to help drew uh, up again play on the rumors that drew hasn't signed yet if he loses he quits well he wins then the cash in also it looks like seth is going to lose that main event to his wife again shouldn't matter but does i uh, feel bad can we stop talking about becky as being someone else's wife
2: she's a main eventer in her own right that really grinds my gears and i don't mean to take it on you specifically it's just the idea that aj lee was going to show up at the rumble because she's married to punk the people especially becky lynch especially becky lynch has an identity in her own right and had it long before she was
1: going out with seth rollins uh, we have an unknown username here. Please do let our uh, moderators know. Uh, it's a Streamlabs issue, I'm afraid. Uh, while I feel as though we're going to get Seth versus Drew, or maybe Seth versus Sammy, maybe they swerve us and fix the mistake they made at Royal Rumble 2011 and give us Seth versus Santino. Wishful thinking, but they do have a working relationship with TNA now. Hmm. Matt Hennessy here said a solid roar that delivered while punk injury is unfortunate. It will open the door for Becky versus Rhea to headline Night One, which, to be honest, is the match that should main event Night One. And she should have won the Rumble. I think the world heavyweight championship, but mainly you do Seth versus Drew versus Sammy. I think it's hard to put Sammy in the match now. Huh? I mean, you suppose you can still put Sammy in the match now. I guess like it's just, again, it feels like Sammy's taking a lot of L's. Well, this is why I was get, this is why in my head I was so surprised they were having a match. Because you could have had a Drew and Sammy match at WrestleMania. Yeah,
2: that would have been interesting.
1: Uh, you protect Seth if he hasn't fully recovered from injury, and both Sammy and Drew have good storyline reasons to go for the title. Love the tag titles uh match, and even in defeat, DIY came off like stars when they had their reading three minutes ago. I thought they would never get over. Hope the momentum is capitalized on the post tag title feud. Hopefully they do the WrestleMania tag title showcase again this year, and DIY should win that. Mm. Also, fun fact Andrade makes history being the first active wrestler to jump from WWE to AEW, then both back to uh, them back from <laughs> AEW to WWE um, Surprised he ain't on Smackdown given the big LWO storyline and I would have liked him and Zelina paired together because they were a money act yeah. in NXT maybe after WrestleMania with the draft they can be reunited Hmm. Kevin It says Fantasy booking On Smackdown Bailey steps into damage control Speaking Japanese yeah. And secretly records them When Dakota tells her Everything's okay She then has a friend Who is in Japan Who helped to translate Before picking you Mania Or oh, just do it Google Translate <laughs> It's right like, there Do it there just, like do it on screen I think that'd be really funny I This is why my pitch was On Royal, uh, the Royal Rumble review I was like You literally do the Triple H loves that Evolution storyline So you just do it again Bailey stood there They're all having their conversation And she overhears them say Dave Batista's a big dumb idiot. Of course he's going to go to Smackdown and pick JBL mm. and then Batista reveals I'm picking you, Hunter. Thumbs down. Boom. I also
2: for for me, I would like for Bailey to deliver one line in Japanese. I want that reveal rather than a thumbs down. I want her to say in Japanese I'm picking you, your little cow yeah, or whatever.
1: Like, that'd be great. Uh, Moose, not the one from TNA, says uh, I really don't want another Seth versus Cody match. Cody has beaten Seth three times in a row, once while injured. There's no logical reason for him to choose Seth unless he's scared and thinks that he can't beat Rome. That's a good point. That is a good point, actually. Yeah, that's something we didn't touch upon. You you, you briefly mentioned that he was three at three and up when I'm talking about. I was. I'm in the the second part of that. Is yeah. That if, if Cody does decide he's going to pick Seth, then like, what was all this chat you had about Roman? Then it make, mm-hmm. does make you feel like you're perhaps yeah. running a bit scared from him. Uh, Christian here says Got choked up by the Punk promo And news because he's been my favourite since 2011 Hopeful for his comeback and he, can, uh, and he will have one thing that he didn't have When he got injured in AEW, the Performance Centre mm. There he can do rehab, recovery And teach the NXT roster The mental health part is the most important for me Absolutely. Uh, Nikolai here says I've got no pity for Punk uh, He's repeatedly gone into fights and tried to hurt people Showed no remorse and probably got a better paying job as a result Now he's hurt, I don't believe karma But it sounds like it to me That's uh, again, not the views of this channel Uh, Juan Perez has been a member for 28 months in a row Said I hate to hear about CM Punk In a way I see as karma for his actions Someone with so much potential that can't get out of his own way Man a lot of people really are going for this uh, Uh, Karma Karma thing yeah Two sides to every story and, uh matt's here says punk is out of action till september and they set up drew as his return feud and the same uh, drew whose contract expires in april i know they're speculating that drew has re-signed i wonder if it's in uh, mjf situation where he have been quiet that he's signed a new deal I, I mean yeah as i said in the show i think that drew if he hasn't already is probably on the cards to, to re-sign at this point
2: i think it's one of those questions of what can you achieve what do you want in your career what are you getting and will Will he get more from this than it? it was like why adam copeland it was like it was at a point where he was ready to do something else and do it. he is. Mm. If Drew feels like,
1: yeah, so I've got loads more on this one, take that one. Uh, Kid Caddy here says, Luke, you're thinking too cynically with the logic. <laughs> Seth no, promo... <laughs> not, not my Luke Owen. Seth promo <laughs> told no lies. But all Cody had to say is that is the reason why he must take Roman's belt from him, to free the people from his tyrannical reign. That would make it Dusty's belt. Moving forward, I think we all need to remember the way that Triple H cooks. We're always one promo or one match from changing our opinion about something. Also, some, uh, so some of the same complaints uh, y'all have had about DIY i just move to the tank division just give them time well wow, that's the problem kid, isn't it? i don't think they are giving them time yeah that's that's exactly it that's exactly it and you're absolutely right though it can just be like us needs this one promo
2: yeah this is this is what let it play out has meant meant to me it's become mm-hmm. a meme but yeah. like let it play out has always meant from from literally wrestlemania 39 see what happens in a couple of weeks time if like if in a couple of weeks time as has happened with jay and jimmy
1: mm-hmm.
2: i was like at summer time i was like well let's see what happens
1: nothing is yeah. the
2: answer there you go. That's my response.
1: Uh, Edgar Carrasco has been in Man for 25 months in a row. He said, honestly, I want to see Cody get the WWE title that he's been chasing, but going for the World Heavyweight Championship would leave Rock versus Roman open for Mania. Cameron Sample said, well, I get the problem with Seth promo is it works, though. You can still have Cody go for Roman's spell, but validate what Rollins said and have Cody's motivation be to change the perspective of the WWE title. So I feel it's a setup for Gunther to go for Seth uh brandon here says the phony belt is the belt that cody initially said is the one his father never got to hold finish the story it's cody winning the belt that his dad never got so cody wants a world title no he made it clear he wants the wwe title mm. but again like if it's in that case it still raises the problem it's like well what's wrong with seth's belt then yeah it's it's, it's the it's the way it was introduced like when they we're
2: way over time but when they yeah. introduced the um the world heavyweight title in 2003 it was i've signed brock lesnar to an exclusive smackdown contract well raw needs a top belt so i'm going to create this belt and then part of the reason that it wasn't anything was because it was handed to triple h it's all about presentation Mm -hmm. uh
1: hannah from the nrb discord says uh we now have a chamber where due to injury immigration rules and the contract (laughs) that only one men's champ who can be in perth is logan paul what match will be in the chamber i imagine it will be for the um or the spot the other women's title match yeah and, or the, or the, and, and the, the other men's title yeah. match probably um annie madrid said uh, so these are next up here is a bunch of chats that were missed from our royal rumble review that we did on sunday apologies that these did not get read out it was an issue within stream labs that these all got lost but we've now found them so we're now about to get um quite a few thoughts on The Royal Rumble, Mm -hmm. which would be good because you can get your thoughts. Yeah, I haven't whinged about it yet. Uh, Andy Madrid said, people will complain about the lack of surprises, but two great rumbles built entirely around full timers and active stars is a win for me. The ending stare down gave me chills. Cody and Roman in a sea of thousands, dead focused only on one another. It was magic. Couldn't put it better myself. I really agree with that. Mar Mary McFly says, Hey gents, thanks for the amazing live stream yesterday. Was a little disappointed we didn't get AJ Lee, but the whole team made the Royal Rumble one of the best P L E watch experiences. Sending love from Dan Ander Oh, you
2: get one soon. On your on your clock.
1: Kevin here says, last night at the pub was amazing. Thanks for the great event. The women's rumble was a perfect rumble, how it was structured and the potential matches you can have from it. Definitely match of the night. The rest was good, made better because I was with you all. Uh, Ben Vlerick said, as much as I'd love for Cody to finally win the WWE, it'd simply be hilarious if you were to lose again. I think Pete might actually die from a heart attack if it happens. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Evil laugh. Tyrone here said, "I honestly loved tonight's show. I thought Punk would win, and I would see uh, see Cody win the Chamber in Perth. But this is a surprise. Uh, we're making WrestleMania match. Uh, I, I like making WrestleMania match much bigger with the proper epic, as I love both. Although Seth Bells looks more secondary than ever. HH kiss kiss. <laughs> that was sent in before the Raw show. Yeah. Uh, Will Campbell said, hi, guys. Jade looked amazing last night. The moment she entered, she looked like a top tier player. This is just the kind of thing that WWE need to do. To you, uh, need to show do.'" need to do to show her star power also it's cool to see naomi get emotional at the crowd welcoming her back naomi's oh, was so return great. was genuinely wonderful jordan grace there was a mo- i said this upstairs but jordan grace showed
2: off uh what talon looks like and she all she did was take a clothesline from Kyrie zane but because of the way she works it was so tight like that it, it looked like whoa, that was yeah. that was really something and the same and that's Kyrie zane who i thought has looked a bit like off kilter since she got back jade's section with bianca that was my give it what give me what i want moment it was i was uh, enamored of it that's meant. I, and I think to the point up there that you were so up there in the in the chats that someone mentioned earlier on the fact that they didn't rely on any legends women's rumbles have been heavily reliant on legends or nxt stars this one was very much like look at now and tomorrow it was genuinely really refreshing, and both matches actually the final sort of six or seven competitors I was like any of you I can see as a top star
1: and I thought that was great thought the women's match was so so great mm. uh yeah as I, the the many men's one, the more I've thought about it, the more plodding i have I've, I've felt it was final part really good most of it most of it i could i could I'm kind of do that. without but i thought the women's match was so so mm. great yeah jade versus bianca that's the that's the match for me yeah uh moose here said since bam punk's non-factor do you think we'll have bailey and eo main event one of the nights They're both good workers have the story and have the support plus it'll be beneficial for wwe politically yeah i don't want to be too politicky, but i do think it would make quite a statement mm. Matt here says This was a show That was built well And overall delivered Despite the dark cloud Hanging over it. it really has shown How the company is moving In a positive direction And listening to the fans Ten years ago We wanted Brian to win And Vince had Dave win And it was a middle finger To the fans This is a new WWE That will listen And give you what you want In the past we've always assumed The worst case is what we're getting But since Hunter took over That has changed Full-time talents Aren't having their stories Thrown away for part-timers We wanted Bailey and Cody to win And that's what happened They gave us what we wanted Awesome to see Naomi and Andrade Um, uh, Fun fact Andrade But Blah, blah. Yeah. Great to see Jordan and Grace in the Rumble. SRS had hinted in the post show that there could be a working relationship between them if things continue to go well. Jade Cargill was made a star in one night. Loved how it was done and loved the KO versus Logan Paul finish.
2: I'd kind of almost... You said it was a Mania match and I can see why there's a little palmy that wants to keep Jade off telly till the are after Mania and get her a full year's run rather than hot-shotting. Mm. The other argument is make them while you can.
1: You yeah. Know? So... Yeah, I think... You know, you've got to capitalize on mm. these things, and like she has got some buzz coming yeah, out yeah, of that's that That's very true. So you want to kind of not put her away for a while. You don't mm. want to put that toy back in the chest. You want to like put that keep, keep that toy out because that in, in a in a building where
2: sounds not its best friend. That got a reaction. It did, did yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and Homestar fan said, "I'm sorry, Ollie, but Cody needs to finish this story. It would have been incredibly she would have him win the Rumble twice, then fail both at mate, both, fail at twice." It's now the time.
2: Yeah, because when, th- when I think of Steve Austin,
1: the two times in a row he won it, mm-hmm. both times
2: he-, he won. And that doesn't mean he held the title for ages and ages and ages, but he won it, right?
1: Mm-hmm. He won the match. Yeah. And that... He kept winning the match. He <laughs> you know, you should have. So, um, Yeah. Um, Brandon here said I thought Vic Joseph would replace Kevin on Smackdown We're now back into regular normal day chats oh. as opposed to ones from a little while back I thought Vic Joseph would replace Kevin Patrick on Smackdown or join Wade on Raw NXT commentary reunion I guess Vic is so synonymous with NMC at this point that he probably just wanted to stay there or was he not offered the position
2: uh, if I'm as someone who has one wandering eye on doing that as a full-time job mm. nxt looks like a great gig you get to stay in one place you get your lovely cozy performance yep. and you get a constant recycling of you know people getting called up and new people coming in if i'm vic i'm taking it like don't get me wrong i'd love to be on the face of monday night raw and the travel sounds a lot fun as well but it's a it's a good gig and if they're not going to ask you
1: Farquhar4 said, I hope the people gleefully coating Moxley's fragile promo reflect on their words when they grow up. I'd like to see Drew and Sammy go for the belt at WrestleMania 40. Keep Gunther for after-mania so we can put someone over at that show. There is a difference between a promo and a, and a sort of real life.
2: Like, a, as wrestlers in the moment, they're allowed to sort of play with that line a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that can sometimes encourage us as fans to to go there too. Um it is an interesting dynamic uh,
1: and lastly here gail force said i loved seth prime until you broke it down in the stream It didn't clock how badly they tore down their own titles feel sorry ba- <laughs> sorry <laughs> feel bad for punk and seth having to miss key events hope you both get better soon man yeah i mean like a perth's now looking a bit bare bones mm. in terms of uh, folks but actually strength of wwe's though they've got a lot of top talent that they can fill this That's up it. with but it's a show that australia have paid a lot well city of perth Mm. have paid a lot for that's why the show is happening there and there's no roman there's no brock there's no punk Mm. there's no seth and like these are the people that they sort of bought the show for and they're sort of not getting them now
2: i would be very tempted and it would be almost a shame for seth rollins but i'd be very tempted to get that belt off him so that they can have a world title match in the chamber that for me feels like a big main event
1: yeah, I mean it's
2: Drew taking him out so that he's definitely not able and then you know
1: I, uh, I said on I think once the, the news that I think I might have said on last week's show in fact after the news that Seth was not going to be at the mm. chamber I was like this is the moment to build this entire show around those women's titles yeah you build this show around Rhea versus Nia which I actually think they've been doing a really good job yeah. with on TV and you find a really good story for EO uh on the smackdown side of things like this is the show to put them in the forefront yeah i agree but that's uh it for this show let's just end the poll and see what everybody thought of it 71% thumbs up with 26% in the middle that's about where i'm at but yeah. that that split is i think good yeah it's actually, yeah, 71%, 25%. It's, kind of, it's on the, the lower end.
2: 3.5. Yeah, it's kind know, of like the
1: lower end of Raw, which I, I think is, is probably about right. But I, I've, I've enjoyed the show, and I thought the promos were very, very good. Uh, we're going to be back on Thursday with the Dynamite Review. It's going to be Ollie Davis and Tempest Ooh. doing the show, because I am elsewhere. More on that on Friday on Parts Fun Known. Not even Dan knows where I'm going to be by the looks of things. No, I don't. <laughs> I'll tell you in a minute. All man. right. Uh, we'll see you then. Take care, everyone. I've been going DAD. That has been Dan Layton. Congratulations on retaining the championship.
2: Oh my God, I'm, I'm ha- having it cleaned because too many of you touched it. that
1: Jam that jam.
3: and they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com/style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com/style This is the story of the wad. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding